Welcome to Honest Retail, the weekly podcast that dishes out the truth about the latest news, trends, and blunders from the CPG, consumer, and retail industries. Now, here are your hosts, Cameron McCarthy, Taylor Foxman, and Carlton Fowler. Everybody, welcome to this week's episode of Honest Retail. Uh, excited to be joined as always by CJ and Taylor. We were chatting uh, about Week One of the NFL, and, and Taylor's deep knowledge of of football was was astounding us. So um, we're uh, we're excited to jump in. Taylor, CJ, how are you both doing? Doing well, Cam. Thanks. Tired, um, but but uh, doing doing well. The energy levels low across the board. Everyone's yawning <laughs> and out of it. Today. We got Nate, Nate Cooper energy today. Yeah, very, yeah, right? very monotone. Just bringing it. Uh, he actually owes me a drink at Expo East because the Bears lost. I have to bring and tell him that. I'm coming. Um, I'm coming. Oh, there we go. That's good. We actually like we found out it was cheaper for us to buy a booth uh, than to get ten tickets. So. Now it's uh it's a whole it's a whole deal going to Expo East, but are you you gotta I'll sit, are you gonna be there Thursday night? I will be there, yeah. I'll be I'll there send, Thursday I'll, and I'll send you yeah, the, uh, to come. the invite to our party. Good. Yeah, good. Um all right, well let's we're kind of rapid firing this episode. Um so why don't we dive into some brands that caught our attention? Taylor, do you wanna kick us off? <laughs> yeah, so Natty Light or Keystone Light. Um and did a really fun, I guess, like rollout. So they're calling it like light the hunt. Um, so <laughs> it's like QR codes on the cans and then you can win like flannel jackets and beanies and coolers. I'm assuming the only thing that's missing is rifles because they can't sell that legally as part of the sweepstakes. Uh, it's just fun. I just think it's cool. I don't know. I've never really seen anything like, directly focused on like hunting unless I'm off like within Bev Alk. I mean, again, I guess the association of anything with like actual hunting with guns and drinking is a no-go, but then they were able to like, even just like, if you Google it, like the box has like, and like kind of like an outline of like deer and then like the whole, like kind of like hunting, I guess, like, I don't know, like graphics in the background. And it's just like, they, so they call it like a real tree plays collection. I don't know. It's just seemed very cool. I've never really seen any beverage company focus on hunting, but like, there's so many things that are done around other sports, like, it just felt, it felt like a kind of a little bit of a white space. I mean, the Yeti focuses on like outdoors and stuff like that, but like Bev Elk and something like this kind of seemed new to me. So I thought it was an interesting, yeah, interesting kind of rollout. Very cool. Uh, CJ, how are you? Um, I try, I was up in Seattle um, and Seattle loves all things Seattle. So I've seen these before, but they were everywhere because apparently it's a Northwest brand. And I don't know if I'm pronouncing it wrong, but like, Sahale or Sahale snacks, like you know, it's, you know, dried fruit, exotic spices, uh, nuts. They were delicious. Um, some of the meeting rooms I were in were well stocked with them, and I ate like all of them. At one point, James made me go stand outside to eat them because he felt that I was consuming too many nuts in his presence. Um, he's he's terribly allergic to nuts. Um, so I suppose that's a reasonable request. Um, the other thing I tried recently was Sunday's cookies, um, kind of like a better for you cookie, lower, you know, you know better macros, lower sugar. Um, I didn't, I, I have, I have a lot of trouble with the, the lower sugar, like foods. 
you know, like, you know, whereas like partake cookies is, is a lot of the allergens out. And I think you can still make a pretty good experience trying to pull the gluten out, like trying to fix the macros a, a from a, for a product and like flavor science aspect. Like I think I've gone to this before in the podcast, like acid really, really helps natural sweeteners that aren't sucrose, you know, like, like erythritol, like stevia. Um, so I think you can get a lot closer on something that's tasty in beverage that's that's lower sugar than than food. So I'm still searching for for the one the, the one where I'm like, oh, this is a good cookie. I want this. Um, I don't know if you guys have found one and can turn me on to it. Yeah, I gotta think about that. Um, I'm very like in the camp of like real sugar, like I'm just eating less of it. Um, but yeah, I got to think through that, um, on my end. Um, for me, uh, I actually haven't tried the product yet, but I've got three packages in my fridge of thrilling foods, bacon with a K. So it's, um, it's a, like a soy based like bacon. Um, I will report back after trying it and also trying to trick Cole into trying it as well and see, uh, so you're, see you're what the all, feedback you're is. You're all about real sugar, just less of it, but not all about real meat. Just less I, <laughs> I actually do mostly only eat real meat, uh, and like, but this is uh, one of our clients that sent it over for me to try. Um, so I'm always down to to try something new. I'm, I'm not <laughs> a, most most plant based like substitutes. Like, I'm usually just like I'll just eat more chickpeas or something like that. You know, I'm no, I don't really ever eat anything like that's like um like process to be like a one-to-one replacement because it just doesn't really work for me um but um i'm always intrigued to try something new yeah we'll see how it goes um all right um again we're going to kind of rapid fire through some launches and some raises and some cool uh, product updates the big one uh from this week was the gatorade water launch um gatorade launched an electrolyte infused unflavored seven step filtered uh water uh that is enhanced with alkaline and enhanced ph levels uh so water um and um yeah there seemed to be like a lot of buzz around this on twitter or x uh when it launched uh this week uh obviously seems like a space where it's like you kind of think wait like they're not in this space already um but enhanced water is obviously, you know, a big category. Uh, I think it's about an $18 billion category. Um, and yeah, it's just seems like a natural progression. Um, uh, it was funny because like, uh, I've, I like asked what the, the water sommelier, uh, who's on TikTok, which if anybody doesn't follow him, I apologize. I got to find his name and I'll put him in the notes, but there's a guy who just like does his reviews on water, uh, and really hates like anything that's kind of marketed this way. He like sent me a video of his review and he was, he was not happy about this news. He's, he's all about just spring water and spring water only. Um, but yeah, CJ, let's start with you. What was your kind of thoughts on this? And, and do you think this is easy just to kind of slide this into their current distribution and, and add a ton of top level growth here for Gatorade? I don't know about easy, but I think simple. Like I, 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 you know, I think a lot of times we spend most of our time talking about like how poorly something's executed. I think this is done really well. Uh, I think the, I think the packaging is clean and it looks good. I think the category is here to stay. I, th- I think that they, they touched on some real insights, at least in the reading that I did about it, where, you know, Hey, you know, you know pe- people who view themselves as high performance, you know, you know, do care about hydration to the day, do understand that you can't be, you know, drinking something that's laden with, with, with sugar, you know, you know, all, all day long. Now the, the, the huge amount of people that drink Gatorade for how it tastes, this insight doesn't necessarily apply, but that's, 
that's true across the board. And those people weren't going to become smart water consumers to begin with. So I think that Gatorade has the right to be in this space. I think that they did the packaging really well. And obviously the distribution is fantastic. So I, I, I really like this. You know, we don't, we don't often say, wow, what a good job, giant CPG company, but wow, what a good job, giant CPG company. Yeah, I mean, I feel like if body armor is in this space, like already, like there's really no reason, you know, they shouldn't be in there as well as a significantly like bigger company. Um, Taylor, how about you? Mm. Yeah, I have the same thoughts around this. Like I love the, pa- I think the packaging is also, I'm not like obviously a packaging expert, but it just kind of stood out to me. I mean, we see so many bottles, so many cans, like it feels very powerful, but very sleek and refined. So I love, I love the packaging. And also, yeah, I mean, like you have, like, just from a brand loyalty perspective, you have so many people that have been drinking Gatorade products for so long. Like, to me, it feels like, to everyone's point, like kind of a no-brainer. Um, you already have the audience now just, like, expanding them into this new market, which obviously, like, more broadly speaking around the market, there's a market for it. So now Gatorade's like, let me have my my cut. And I think it makes sense. So I think it's great. I'll, I'll definitely try it. That's what it's all about. For sure. But uh, let's go um, in the yes time and, and jump around to another product launch, uh, a product that I think we've spoken about actually not a ton on the podcast, but it's quite, um, you know, big kind of emerge in the emerging CPG space, but it's Bonds, obviously everyone knows is the chickpea uh, pasta company. And they also do a great line of like frozen pizzas, just got into protein waffles, um, obviously taking much more of that for um, that freezer aisle space. They've, they've went into a few other verticals in the past. I think they've uh, done mac and cheese and things like that. Uh, all their products are, are, are usually excellent. So I'm excited uh, to try out the waffles. Um, and I feel like this is a brand now that's kind of, you know, they've been, they've been around for, I would believe like now over a decade, they're in multiple categories. I'd love to kind of understand their sales numbers a little bit better. Um, but they've got this really nice portfolio of chickpea based products. Um, you know, Taylor, we'll go to you first. What was kind of your thoughts, uh, on this? And I can't imagine that you're, you're running the store to buy chickpea waffles anytime soon, but would love your, love your opinion on just like the general move. Um, I thought when I saw it, I first just like, I, I've kind of felt like it had always been part of what they were doing for some reason, which sounds weird. But like when I saw the packaging, it felt like this has been established for a long time. I don't know how to like communicate that more like uh, effectively, but like I looked at it and I was like, wait a minute, this looks like they've been doing this now. There is like a little, it looks kind of similar, the the homestyle protein one. So I guess their core offering kind of looks a little bit like the Eggo color scheme. So maybe that's where my head's at. Looks a little like Eggos. Um, but I think I think it makes a lot of sense. I mean, like they've been able to expand, right? Over time, like they started with, what did they start with? Like the pasta and then they went to pizza. Yeah. Like they've just been building the portfolio. So I guess to me, like it makes a lot of sense going from like now they're, you know, savory to sweet. I don't know. It seems like they've built out a business from, you know, being well-known for, I guess, their pasta. I believe even last year, Cam, didn't you like try the Bonza pet? You you like all that stuff. So you had the pasta. And then I think we've seen just like news around them kind of expanding their portfolio over time, but staying within like pasta, pizza, mac and cheese and stuff. And now like, this just feels like kind of an organic next step. And um, obviously there's a market for it with these protein waffles. Uh, again, no, I'm not the target audience for it, but um, definitely see the, see the value add in creating something like this and expanding their portfolio. And I'll be curious to see if they do like maybe pancake mix next. I don't, I don't know. I'm assuming that's kind of next in the docket, but yeah, curious to see if it makes sense. 
Yeah, I'm surprised. Like, uh, it's always interesting to see how these different, like, where these brands go. Like, you look at a Reos and they went from, you know, sauce and then they do pasta and then they also do like the prepared pasta meals. So, like, you know, baked CD, things like that in the freezer aisle. Um, you know, I think there was like a route for Bonza to be almost like a chickpea based, like, Stouffer's company, right? And doing kind of all that stuff, but in a more plant based, um, health focused, pro high protein way. Um, so it's interesting to see kind of, um, you know, uh, some of the other product extensions they've been able to do. Um, CJ, how about you? Uh, real quick digression, just because you mentioned it. Did you know that Stouffer's lasagna is the number one selling frozen item, period? No. I would not be surprised at all. Yeah. I would have guessed like Egos, but... Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I just, just funny that you mentioned Bonza lasagna. Like, I just think that's, that, 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 that's fascinating to me. And like, and I, I think... I think both of you guys, you guys made two salient points that I helped think like frames this up a little bit. You know, Taylor's like, oh, this feels like this has kind of always been. And I think that's a testament to how well Bonza has established its brand and yeah. what its value proposition is for. And and they did it right. Like they expanded slowly such that when they do launch something new, one's reaction is oh like i feel like they already were in this like that's yeah I mean, like like I, you know, if you if you were the vp uh, like you know a brand over something like that like you'd be like oh my gosh thank you so much that's exactly the reaction i wanted you to have that means we've done our job on like what bonza stands for um but i i do think cam like your point on you know, you know something like rouse they were able to extend faster because you know, I think they tapped into a deeper level of of, of authenticity as a function of the of, of the restaurant. Like they could quickly go from sauce to pasta to prepared pastas to pizzas and and, and other meals because because Rouse already had so much brand trust and awareness. And so I, I think it's just an example of 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 two things that that kind of got to the same point. Bonza got there over ten years. Rouse yeah. got there much quicker, um, but but both of them kind of worked with exactly what they had. Um, and I, you know, I am not necessarily a chickpea fan, but I'm looking at this and saying, hey, I I I definitely understand what Bonza stands for. I'm not surprised they went into waffles. Um, I'm I would love to see the data that shows how many Bonza shoppers touch all of Bonza's retail different skew families versus new incremental consumers that are brought in by each by each new offering they make but that's kind of just for pure curiosity i think i think this is clearly going to work yeah no i'm hoping that they're xo east i want to try the products um i'm you they usually test a lot of these new launches with with whole foods so i'm definitely gonna go grab it and try it but yeah, I agree. Like the branding, the orange box and everything, it definitely just felt kind of like organic to, to what they're already doing. And I feel like this is a company where um, you feel like over the next two to three years, like they're going to have, you know, we'll be chatting about an acquisition here because they they're just seem like they're doing it the right way. So, you know, from your perspective, Cam, like, you know, with, with the work that you do with WeStock, like where do you, where do you, you know, like are, are, are brands kind of like the size of Bonza or, or, you know, you know, Somos was obviously quite big. Like, are are, are these your white whales? Or you're like, man, I can't wait until we stock services. You know, you know, someone with the reach of of uh, of Bonza, and 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 I and I want to help move that consumer from product family to product family. Or are you more excited about the ones that still need to drive really high distribution and 
and help them there. Like what what what? How do you look at something like this from from the perspective of CEO of WeStock? Yeah, we get more excited, honestly, about like the teams that are adopting it versus like the product, to be honest, like we can have yeah. small teams that are like still in under a thousand doors and like a small, like under $5 million company. And like, they're awesome to work with. And then, you know, we can have the same thing for like a $50 million, you know, a hundred million dollar client. It, it for us, it's really like the team and the champion inside of the company and not so much the company itself. And so, you know, working from like a gamut of like, you know, Nestle down to like emerging brands, like for us, it's, we've seen like, it's less about the brand and more about like the team and the champion inside of it um, for us. But um, yeah, no, I, I've, I've bothered the Bonds team a bunch <laughs> and I know the founders over there well, um, but yeah, they're, uh, they're, what they're doing is great. And um, yeah, these type of companies where they're, they're innovating, bringing like new product extensions in the market and then figuring out how you're going to cross over your existing client base into these new categories. Um, yeah, those are exciting use cases for us, for sure. Sweet. Um, all right. Uh, into a fun topic. Um, we've talked about Milk Bar a little bit here. They just launched, which sounds very odd, but a Cheetos cake. Uh, apparently, Christina Tosi, who's the founder um, and like head baker over at um, Milk Bar, uh, like her favorite sweet snack is like dipping uh, Cheetos into vanilla frosting, uh, which definitely sounds like Taylor, a, a Taylor special. Um, but they now just, uh, they have a new uh, a collaboration with Cheetos coming out. So they're doing kind of like their birthday cake recipe but with like a Cheetos layer as well. Uh, the cake itself like looks visually very cool. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to be trying anytime soon, but Taylor, we'll start with you. What, what were your thoughts on like this collaboration? And and do you feel like, um, you know, it's kind of cool seeing like a large brand in a, and you know, not, not emerging because Milk Bar is pretty big at this point, but um, two brands kind of collaborating this way. Well, I just feel happy that I have clients that have already purchased this product and sent me photos that it's already on the way because that means that like I've built a very solid white trash reputation for myself, it appears. Um, I can't, I can't get behind, I, I have no interest in trying this product. I'm actually not like a Cheetos fan, like I'm team Frito, uh, Fritos, Fritos, wait, am I, am I, uh, is it, wait, uh, wait, wait, what are the, um, the corn ones? Uh, Fri Fritos, yeah. Yeah, Fritos. I'm team Fritos. I think Fritos would have been an interesting salt sweet combination for this. I'm not a Cheetos fan. Don't like the taste. Don't like it on my hands. The whole thing doesn't appeal to me. But I'd be curious, as I said to some of the people that I advise that purchased this product already, um, shout out to Rare Bird Coffee, um, Anne uh, in particular. Uh, I don't know. So, I, these are like these limited time things. We've talked about this for years. Like, I think some of this stuff is just like very kitschy. It doesn't mean like probably people won't buy it. Like I already know people who've bought it. But to me, the combo kind of sounds weird. I don't know about you guys. CJ, are you trying it anytime soon? I'll tr I'll try it. I mean, like the you're buying this. You're buying this for yourself, or you I mean, if someone I, gives it a slice, if someone to give, you give a me a slice, I'm not, like, what, what I'll, <laughs> I'll tell you, like I've never been a huge milk bar fan. Like I'm, I'm like a fan of I'm a fan of the aesthetic. I'm a fan of what they've built, and they they have a tremendously good integration with DoorDash. Um, so if this pops up on DoorDash, I might I, you know I might have it sent to the office and we can try it. But I I I, I great for them to stay relevant this is like basically perfect pr like, like there's no way it's not gonna you know, you know get a lot of impressions and get pushed out there for for free this is it's going to accomplish exactly what it's supposed to so yeah. I, I while i'm not like 
oh my god i can't wait to have it i have to have it i am uh i like i'm i'm i understand it for what it is and i'm impressed by what they're accomplishing yeah no i love their bakery stuff um i think the cpg line leaves a little bit to be desired but i think the like the actual stuff from the bakery which this is like um like it's awesome um and really good stuff um but yeah i mean you and me you know we're, we disagree on the we had our cookie disagreement um you know from magnolia a while ago you know, so i probably don't I, see I'll, eye to eye i'll tell you what i i i had an actual you know a a a company that 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 I the CEO that I like a lot actually sent me the magnolia pudding after hearing that episode and like <laughs> i get it okay like i like that pudding was so good that that i like i couldn't stand it like i like i had i had to go like lock it into a box to not eat the entire tub of pudding and put myself into some kind of coma um, yeah i want to try it badly cuz like i can tell i like it looks awesome like I mean, like it, like I've never had something that like so delivers on like the platonic ideal of what the thing is. Like I've had, I've had more complex desserts, but I've, I've never, I've never had a more like a thing that was more itself than that thing was banana pudding. I, I and so oh, okay, yeah. the, the the like find the cookies aren't as good as that. Okay, like sue me. Um, I'll still eat the cookies, and I and I and I and I bet the cookies from the baker itself were delicious. <laughs> like like a statement of like, oh man, the thing that comes out of the bakery is better. That <laughs> has to be shelf stable and shit. <laughs> is not like a real hot take, Cam. Like I get it. Um, <laughs> I think I think it's more of like uh, based on what's available there, right? I'm doing. I'm not. Uh, I definitely don't like. Uh, I don't expect for like the truffles to be one to one. It's it's more of just like what's on the the shelf and available. I, and I think like sometimes like that's the positive and the negative. But I think it's the same thing about like I don't know how the Levan cookies are doing, um, but I don't. I don't like. I feel like they've kind of cooled off too as well. It's like a very interesting like you've got to deal with like that like original experience and you have that awesome marketing engine, um, but then it's like how does it actually relay to the the actual consumer product good on the shelf but um yeah i gotta order the maybe i'll do that for for my birthday i'll get some of the the banana pudding here that'd be good Dude, it looks so good yeah not regret it it, it and, and it like it just the the weight of the tub like just that like, must be so heavy <laughs> you, you know. like it's like you just like feel the calories like in, yeah, in like the physical weight oh, <laughs> Like, like like a hibernating grill. <laughs> oh, like you is... feel the fat on your body, you're like, I feel it sick to my core. Yeah, like and like it sits so high when you eat so much of it. Like like you're just like, oh my god, I'm just a meat tube filled with pudding. Right <laughs> and and it was great. You know, it was amazing. Yeah. Shout out, shout out to the zero proof and and uh, and Sean over there because whew, that, was, that was the best gift we've ever received at the office. <laughs> Uh, all right, last topic here. Um, well, yeah, we're talking about, and well, this is a good transition over. Obviously, Mamafuku was kind of the ones that incubated Milk Bar, um, but uh, Mamafuku just uh, announced a raise, eleven point five million, um, if I believe a Series A, uh, led by ACG. Um, you know, CJ, we'll start with you. Kind of what your thoughts on our, our Mamafuku, the space, and and kind of this raise. Um, I think it's just kind of like. I mean, like, why not do like a you know a quick round of like Mamafuku raised thirteen or Mamafuku raised eleven, Goodles raised thirteen, 
Bacardi bought Illegal. I, I think Smuckers bought Hostess. For, sorry, that was my dog making noises in the background. Smuckers bought Hostess for like five point six billion. Like we're starting to see some more thawing. I think you know where where you know the the yeah first the big acquisitions came, and now you know the you know we'll call them the early you know the earlier funding is starting to come back um and it's it's going back to things that have high margins and are growing and and, and it's not going to ever get back to where it was in 2019 and 2020 and 2021 for for very good reasons but this is great the stuff that should be getting funded is getting funded and that's what we want the mechanism to do not overfund things I agree. I'm a, I'm like uh, I love the products too. Um, I'm excited to to see the the extensions they do here. Um, but it's nice to see like more activity, you know, finally starting to happen in the space. Uh, I know Taylor had to drop off. Uh, we will be back next week with uh, another great episode, 